the West Clinic Hellness to Wellness Podcast. This is taking people that are sick, out of hope, frustrated or confused with their medical recommendations, or are searching for another pathway to health, and it's finding incredible patient outcomes of people just, just like, like you. you. And it's not just saying it. You can see and hear the hundreds of patient success stories on our website, blog, YouTube channel, and of course, right here, coming at you with over a century of patient success in the West Clinic system. Here's your host, Dr. Jason West. Hey guys, thanks so much for the intro. And we're getting ready to talk about sleep and sleep secrets and specifically what supplements can you, you can use to be healthy. And this is part two recap. If you missed part one, you can pick it up on drjasonwest.live, but also there's a free ebook over there and there's a special edition that we've added to the ebook last week about uh, healthy supplements. So I've actually have some of them in studio. We're going to talk about valerian root and we're going to be talking about uh, saffron and passion flower and kava kava and and theanine and some natural things that will help you to sleep without causing a bunch of drowsiness and stuff like that um, and when i say drowsiness like if you take some of the you know common over the counter or some of the sleep medication sometimes you feel like a zombie in the in the first couple hours in the morning and this presentation is all about natural things that won't make you feel like a zombie so let's jump right into our presentation and jump into secrets of a good night's sleep and this is part two so just to do a real quick recap of what was happening in one is if you remember what sleep affects it literally affects almost every single process so making sure that we are talking about consolidation of memories it resets the nervous system it helps to restore hormone balance it clears metabolic wastes and toxins. Like there literally isn't anything that sleep do doesn't do. And the one thing that we do know is, is if you don't get it, you can't sleep, you can't heal, you, know, you don't perform well in, in your job. It's difficult on relationships, both business relationships, family relationships, marital relationships, like sleep is such an important part of that and so everything is related to sleep like there isn't anything that we have that isn't associated with sleep um, as far as a health standpoint and so remember the advantages of sleep are established advantages help stress better immune function lower blood pressure better moods it's also really important with mental physical social spiritual health all of that is related to sleep and so one study found that people that don't sleep very well or can't stay asleep have a 17 times more likely experience uh, to have anxiety. Okay, and then the other thing that's so important is how light is related to sleep. And so the nerve cells in our retinas act as brightness detectors. Even in people that can't see, they're, they're, the body still responds to light, um, and, and like in blind people. And these cells tell our brain when to secrete this amazing regulatory hormone called melatonin, which obviously we're going to talk about in our supplement program. And then the circadian rhythm is this 24-hour cycle that talks, tells our body about sleepiness, alertness, and regulate body functions, hormone release, and the other activities of our hormones. 
So how to get to sleep? And this is a recap of what we did in, in version or part one. And that is to make sure that we're going to bed at the same time. Excuse me. That was our, we're getting up at the same time. Wow. I need to get some more sleep. I'm just joking. Getting up at the same time. And when you are out on the weekends or you're doing different types of activities that you're not able to um, go to sleep, maybe your normal time like Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. And then if you are in college or you're doing shift work or you have a big project that's coming up or you have to do something, maybe it's travel. What's important is if you can get up at the same time and then repay your sleep debt with a nap. I think that's really, really critical to do in a regulate sleep. Um, one of the, th the bad things to do, and a matter of fact, I had a study slide about this, is that one of the stimulants, especially with energy drinks and stuff like that, is it really, really affects your sleep pattern, making it so that you need more sleep, uh, more energy drinks the next day. And stimulants like caffeine and certain types of food that were loaded with sugar and artificial sweeteners, especially that three-hour window before bed, can really, really um, get you going. Caffeine before bed, six hours before bed is what the guidelines are saying. And then the other thing is so much of health would be improved if we kind of followed the guidelines uh, for babies and toddlers, which means eat when you're hungry, when you put food in, stuff should come out. So that's regulating bowel function. And when you're tired, you should go to sleep. Now, that gets all changed when you get older, but I'm not sure that uh, there isn't some real gold in there in helping people to rest and, and to be healthy. So eating and sleep. Avoiding eating too close to bedtime um, can really affect your digestion. And yet at the same time, I want to say this, it's kind of like two, you know, talking out of both sides of my mouth. But one of the things that's really important with sleep, especially for people that go to sleep and then they can't stay asleep, is their body runs out of fuel and then they wake up. So I see this all the time with people saying, look, I go to bed at 11, 2 or 3 o'clock, bam, I'm up. And one of my best recommendations for that is to get some high-quality protein in your system before you go to bed in, in about that you know, 7, 8 o'clock get some beans, get some cottage cheese, maybe get some um, some high-quality uh, beef jerky or some chicken noodle soup or something like that that is going to sustain you through the night. And I've seen a lot of people that are waking up and having that problem, they improve when they're, they get a little bit of protein in their system. Okay, um, one of the other things that's so important for sleep is making sure that you have some type of movement system. And you don't have to go run a marathon. You don't have to be a, a decathlete or an Ironman competition or going to the gym, but some type of movement. I see walking after dinner, uh, one of the really good beneficial things, or doing some isometric exercises, yoga, uh, stretching, a little bit of time on the treadmill or elliptical or something like that. Some low-impact exercises, really, really good for sleep. Okay, and this is the study I was talking about before, energy drinks and sleep. Um, energy drinks has detrimental effects related to stress, sleep dissatisfaction, mood, and actually suicidal tendencies in combination with junk food consumption. I mean, this is a, a really fascinating study. Um, so many times when I ask people, what are you struggling with? Well, I'm struggling with energy. Well, what are you doing for that? Well, 
I've got to get a super tanker of Dr. Pepper or Pepsi or Mountain Dew or, you know, Rockstar or Monster or something like that to regulate. But it's really difficult on your sleep and also your stress disorders. So if your energy deficit, we want to find something that will help that naturally. And one of the best things that we can do to help with our sleep parameters is to have a really good atmosphere. So when we talk about atmosphere, we're talking about a relaxing environment. It's programming our body to go into sleep, having a bedtime routine, getting up at the same time every day. And then there's some things that I think will really help to improve your quality of sleep. One is reducing blue light screen and LED screen. This is your phone, your iPad, your tablet, or, or a, a TV in your bedroom. I think this is really healthy to get this out of the bedroom. The other thing is recognizing that sleep is just like water and it's just like healthy and alive food. If you have healthy and alive food, you're healthy and alive. If you have good sleep, you can repair and you heal and hormones balance. It's so important for your metabolism. People that are struggling with too much weight or too little weight are really benefited by regulating their sleep cycle. Okay, so my favorite recommendation for sleep, number one, to write it down. Like when you go to bed, write out everything that's in your mind. It's not a journal. It's not for your posterity. It's not for everybody to look at. It's just to decompress your nervous system. The next thing is to get up at the same time, and then um, let's start talking about some of the natural things. So one of my favorite things to help with sleep is to regulate blood sugar. Um, so a, a good multivitamin, vitamin B6, helps to regenerate a vitamin C. And then melatonin is this amazing hormone. Everybody thinks melatonin is for sleep. And I would say that that's one of the, quote, side effects. But what really melatonin is for is it helps to regulate hormones and specifically your immune system. Matter of fact, one of the best lectures I've ever sat through was the importance of melatonin in cancer prevention and anti-cancer protocols. But everybody thinks, oh, melatonin's just for sleep. Well, it has an important sleep benefit, but it's not just for that. And, I, and, and so one of the things that I really like is can start combining our minerals and vitamins and other things. So um, my, magnesium, let's talk about this really quick. It's one of the most important, I call it the miracle mineral. It has related to hundreds of body processes. Low magnesium is definitely linked to insomnia. Um, it quiets the mind and the body. It regulates melatonin. And one of the best protocols that I know is magnesium, melatonin, and vitamin B. That combination is really good for insomnia. And magnesium helps to regulate GABA. So what GABA is, is it's called GABA immunobutyric acid. And what it does is it regulates the impulses through the neurosynaptic cleft. So that's a really big mouthful. But what that really means is you have a nerve that comes this way and a receptor nerve like this. And there's a gap right here called the synapse. And as the impulse hits that gap, there has to be a neurotransmitter that takes the impulse from one side to the other. If you get too many impulses in that neurosynaptic cleft, it's a, a classic recipe for anxiety. If you don't get enough uh, impulses through that synaptic cleft, that's one of the contributing factors for depression. So that, that regulation is really important. Well, that is all regulated by this um, amino acid, GABA, GABA aminobutyric acid, and it's regulated by magnesium. So it's really good for regulating the nervous system. And, and magnesium is one of my favorite things 
to help people to understand health and everything is having the right level of magnesium. So about two to 500 milligrams is kind of a, a dosage that I see uh, a lot in the literature and in, in working with people. I think that's a really uh, a pretty good spot to be at. I have a product inside of the office called MagMax. I'm going to talk about where to get things, but MagMax is a really good source of magnesium. It's readily available in different places. I'm going to go through where you can get some of these high-quality products, but it's one of the best things you can do for your overall health is magnesium. Now, um, another one, melatonin. So melatonin is a natural sleep hormone. It also regulates the immune system. It helps to regulate other uh, hormones. It's, I found it to be very safe for long-term use in my clinical practice. And one of the things that I see is it really helps shift workers that are, 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 again, up for different periods of time. They're regulating their week on, a week off, or two weeks on, two weeks off, or the, all these different types of sleep schedules. I think melatonin is really nice to help the improve the daytime sleep when people are trying to um, make up for a sleep deficit. A another one that, that I really like, it's called valerian root. Um, it's native to Asia and Europe. It's been a long experience with anxiety, depression, menopause. It's one of the neat things that you can use for hot flashes. It's a consideration if you use valerian root with iodine, a magnesium, and a soft type of calcium, somewhere in that three to 900 milligram range. I've seen some really good outcomes for shutting off hot flashes and, again, regulating sleep. Another um, really important thing for overall health is using some amino acids. And this is what I talked about for having people that would go to sleep and then they can't stay asleep because I think that their nervous system develops something called neuroglycopenia. That means when the blood sugar drops, the nerves fail, and having amino acids in your system before you go to bed I think is really important for having that continual long-term sleep. Well, glycine is really good for regulating the amino acid system or the nervous transmitter system. For an unknown mechanism, we don't know exactly how glycine, it helps to lower the body temperature, which is really one of the important signals for your body to go into sleep. Is it's, um, It helps to cool down the body. Um, also, glycine, the studies are showing that it has less morning fatigue. And I'll get myself out of the way here. It has a peppiness and clear-headedness in the morning, somewhere in that uh, three-gram ratio. I, I really like using a product available called Daily Dose, which gives all of your proteins and amino acids. It's a natural, vegetarian-derived amino acid source that I see really good. If people take that around dinner time, I see some really good outcomes with improved sleep. Something that's talked a lot, it's kind of the... A little bit of a rage right now is something called theanine. So theanine is a, a, another amino acid. It's really good for sleep and relaxation. And with the best benefit, if you take it with glycine or GABA aminobutyric acid, GABA, somewhere around that 400 milligram mark, I've seen some really good outcomes in helping people get into that rapid eye movement, that deep restorative sleep. Uh, so theanine. Um, the last one we're talking about, is kava kava. So kava kava is something that's been around for ages. It's been historically used for stress and anxiety, but it works on your brain, making you feel calm, relaxed, and happy. I really, really like kava kava. It's thought to relieve pain, helps prevent seizures for your nervous system, and relax the muscles 
is what some of the literature has reported. Okay, so if you guys are missing anything, you can pick up uh, part one and part two of the of the of the natural sleep thing. It's on my website, drjasonwest.live. This is exactly what it looks like right here. The program's better sleep supplements. Now let's talk about what sources and stuff that you can get. You can get the ebook and you can get the write-ups about the different supplements over there. If you just go to Dr. Jason Westlot, Diet Live, ask for your name and your email, and then you get a free ebook and you get the presentations. So I really like going into personalized OTC, and that is, let me see if I can uh, pull this up here, move this down like this. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see if I can get this to... Um, I can show you exactly. Okay, here it is right here. One, two clicks. All right, this is a personalized OTC. This is uh, a program that I've put together, work with this company, and looking at different medical options uh, for intervention and some other things, um, talking about Delta Omega and Migranol and colon therapy. But all of the supplements I talked about are available over here. And if you just go in and you type right here in the search section, if you type sleep, you'll see some of those uh, supplements that we talk about. Sorry, all of those supplements that we talk about right over there. Um, for example, um, one of them is we have Sleep Chewies that has the 5-HTP and the melatonin and the pyridoxine, which is the vitamin B6. I also really like this product to help people to calm down. It's called Even Keel 9. It's a mood stabilizer with some saffron and a, and a mineral called selenium in it. It helps to calm down thoughts so when people are laying in bed they have this uh, woodpecker that's um, this is one of the things that's a consideration for that i really like uh, melatonin as an immune system regulator helps to promote healthy sleep patterns it's really good for shift workers and people that are always fighting a sleep deficit or sleep debt which means either from lifestyle or profession or you know being a student or medical school or law school or or you know cranking out an different degree or in college or other things one of the things that really helps to regulate that somewhere between 3 and 20 milligrams of melatonin and I've seen really good outcomes long term with that also the Baldrin Plus so this program right here it helps to relieve muscle tension and muscle pro uh, pro problems this is something that I actually have inside of the studio this is something that I really like to take consistently um, when I say if I have sleep problems, that's good. Also using uh, a melatonin product and a mineral tranquilizer, or alkaline ash, all of it's available over on the personalized OTC website. Okay, um, the last thing we're talking about uh, is something, you know, the, with the glycine and the theanine and stuff like that. I love this product called um, Daily Dose. It's, it has aminogen, a plant-based enzyme, and enhancing protein digestion and absorption. It has... It's a whole food um, amino acid product that makes it so that your nervous system doesn't run out of fuel. So you guys, that's really kind of a real quick review. There's, there's a lot of different sleep supplements I'm sure that I missed. Um, and, and that's something that's not necessarily all-inclusive. I just wanted to give people some options that doesn't make you dopey or loopy. And so that kava kava that gives you the clear-headedness in the morning getting the right uh, melatonin, getting glycine and theanine into your system. And also in that daily dose program, there's a little bit of tryptophan, which is another amino acids that helps to regulate sleep patterns. But if you can't sleep, you can't heal. So with that being said, um, the most important summaries, go to bed, excuse me, get up at the same time, try to go to bed 
um, at a reasonable time. It seems like the earlier you go to bed, the better your function is the next day. There's some really interesting studies about that. It's also showing that sleep patterns really impact type 2 diabetes. So if you're struggling in blood sugar regulation or you're in the pre-diabetic diagnosis category, let's help to regulate your sleep patterns. Um, writing things down when you go to bed um, so that you don't have your subconscious struggling with your conscious mind and is telling you, um, you know, we've got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Um, I think that that is a really, really beneficial thing. Journaling, talking to yourself, having movement, um, and then avoiding too much stimulants. So energy drinks, too much caffeine, particularly in that three or four hour window before bed can be really uh, hard on you. I just want to help people to have regular, consistent health patterns. Again, it's everything we've written about is inside of our book. We have 27 Secrets of a Good Night's Sleep. We also have a nice little natural herb right in our e-book at drjasonwest.live. And that, you guys, really is a quick review on sleeping part one and part two. Now, I have an exciting thing to announce next week. We are going into the Chronic Fatigue University. We have a, about a four-segment program all about why people are tired, what the biggest cause is, which is a chronic infection, usually Epstein-Barr or herpes simplex 1, which is the cankerous or cold sore virus or chickenpox virus, rhinovirus. It could be the other virus that came from China a couple of years ago. Um, all of those can relate to fatigue. We talk about anemia and hormone imbalances. That is starting in April. We're calling it the Chronic Fatigue University. I also wanted to give a shout-out to our sponsors, of course, the West Clinic and the West Clinic team, everybody that helps support this, and also a little personalized OTC. So that is our program for this Thank week. For listening to the I'm Dr. Jason West. Podcast. Every week we're sharing stories of people beating their disease or restored hope, treatments most doctors don't even know about, and information you need to live your life at the highest level. Remember, live don't just exist do us a favor please like the show and give us a rating on apple podcast or spotify it really helps to share the message of health and hope for additional resources like booking appointments and free video master classes check out www.drjasonwest.live it's internet information you can trust here's to your energy balance and longevity and we'll see you on the next hellness to wellness episode where you'll be saying, man, I feel good.